My name is uh, Dr. Charles Yabua. I am the co-founder and managing director of International Community Schools uh, in Ghana. We have two locations in Ghana, uh, in Kumasi, where we started from, and then Accra, the capital. Uh, currently, we have about uh, 2,100 students spread over our two main campuses with two side campuses that are preschools. Um, we are very much um, involved in uh, a program that um, uses the uh, Cambridge curriculum. So even though we are in Ghana, we use the UK curriculum, uh, specifically Cambridge you know, curriculum. And so we run um, pre-K all the way to 12, you know, basically preschool to A-levels. Um, uh, this morning, uh, I would like to talk about a project I've been involved in uh, that has to do with the school leadership development uh, for the Ministry of Education in Ghana. So the name of the project uh, that we are working on is called National Education Leadership Institute, National Education Leadership Institute. Uh, and this was pretty much conceived by the minister, the current minister for education in Ghana, when he came to power, uh, or when he was appointed by the president uh, in 2021. So he reached out to me and said, hey, uh, I understand that you are involved with Ghana ASCD and ASCD US, uh, and that you guys are very much involved in professional learning services, especially in school leadership development. Would you and your partners in the States be willing to uh, lead uh, in, in the, uh, to develop you know, some program for Ghana schools? And not just school leaders, but also for uh, heads of agencies of the Ministry of Education. Uh, and I said, sure. Um, so I did contact you know, my friends in the States uh, mobilize a team of international educational experts uh, and then reach out locally to see who has done some work here. The reason why I think the minister was thinking about this uh, project was precisely because, one, uh, the number of schools that are struggling with uh, pass rates, uh, there are schools, especially some high schools that have had, you know, zero passes, you know, for a number of years and those that are not doing very well. And we are aware that research has shown that uh, school leadership can turn schools around, uh, even, even in locations where there is an acute you know, kind of poverty. The minister's view was that through leadership, we can transform schools. Uh, if the leaders who are leading schools today really know what leadership is about, uh, they can help bring about change. And then the other related matter was that in Ghana, as it is the case in most African countries, uh, leaders are drawn into schools from just the, the mere fact that they have been teaching for 20, 25, 30 years. Uh, no training whatsoever. And so they get into leadership positions uh, and they have to learn, you know, all of a sudden from doing it. Uh, and so um, if you haven't had any training of being a leader, you could spend a whole year, two years, just trying to figure out what your role is. Because the difference between being a teacher and being a leader who supervises the work of teachers. Uh, and so that was really you know, the, the main purpose, you know, to make sure, one, that we have leadership that helps transform schools, and two, that we change from you know, pointing leaders just because they have taught for so many years to 
rather preparing a pipeline of school leaders that get into leadership position because they have been trained for the job. So in terms of how the program works, well, for me, first I should talk about how we, uh, we initiated this or how it has evolved. Now, the first thing we had to do was to do stakeholder engagement. First, to bring you know, people together, teachers, school leaders, um, heads of agencies of the Ministry of Education. We brought people from the universities, people from the unions, uh, to make sure that everybody is on the same page in terms of why we need this, uh, so that we don't have a situation where we go far and then people kick against it. It was also to make sure we have wider acceptability of this project and also get local expertise in how this is developed. So we embarked on a series of stakeholder engagements, about three of them that drew people from various ecosystem within the education space in Ghana and solicited people's view. And that really went well. Everybody agreed that we need a different kind of school leadership development. Not the ones that are run by universities, because they're still, it tends to be very academic focused. So you go there, you take a course, you write a thesis, you defend it, and then you are a school leader. Uh, the difference between what is done in universities and what we are doing is that this is job embedded. This is more, um, you know, focused on what you do. It's like a 70, 20, 10, you know, kind of, uh, you know, you know, model where the leader is working, he's not leaving his workplace to come, you know, to study. Uh, he's actually working, but the resources are available online. Um, and so he interacts with the resources. And then once a month, he comes into a physical space. There is a facilitator that has been trained in facilitation skills, you know, that leads the you know, the leaders, but here when they gather, uh, it is not, you know, PowerPoint, you know, presentations, it's, it's actually uh, discussing what is it that you are learning? How is it changing your practice? Um, who are you discussing this change agenda that you have with? Uh, what are your next steps, you know, in terms of some of the things that you are doing? So that um, at the end of the program, everybody's supposed to develop an assessment portfolio. And the assessment really has to talk about your leadership journey, um, what you are learning, how is that changing your practice, how is that affecting the bottom line in terms of student success. So it is very, very different. Now, we do have university professors that are involved. They are advising the facilitators um, who are the kind of the people that lead, you know, the heads who are in the program. But we wanted to make sure that those who run the program or who facilitate the program are themselves practitioners in school. They are not university professors who themselves have not had opportunity to teach or lead schools, uh, but people are actually school practitioners currently who are dealing with challenges of running schools and who therefore can have a more relevant conversation with the leaders who are in the program. Um, so that, again, makes it quite unique. You know, so we decided that uh, we're not going to recruit anybody who is just a professor at the university 
who may not necessarily have had experience in the classroom, um, even though he might, he would understand the theories of leadership and what I feel. But because this is job embedded training, we wanted to make sure that people that lead it understand how schools work, even today, um, so that when the participants raise questions, they would hopefully be familiar with issues that are being raised and can also, you know, um, produce case studies that are relevant, you know, for the participants that are in the program. So in terms of where we are at, you know, uh, on the program, uh, so we start with stakeholder engagement, um, designed the curriculum, uh, initial curriculum design with some partners from the US. And then what we did was to co-create a curriculum by inviting a number of uh, universities to have a conversation with them and to co-create a curriculum together. And we did that, you know, for wider acceptability purposes uh, and also recognition, you know, so that when program is rolled out, everybody accepts, you know, that even these professors from these very respected universities were part of the program. So that was quite deliberate. So, but before we even got there, after the secret engagement, we had to produce what the minister had access to do a strategy, a road map, you know, what would this look like? Who will run this? What will be the cost involved? Who will fund this? How will this pay for itself? So what we call the operationalization strategy. So we had to do that first. And then we had to do the curriculum design. There are four courses that, you know, this program, you know, um, uh, you know will run. The first one is strategic leadership. That is the core program. The second one is uh, instructional leadership. You know, everybody who is a leader must, you know, know how to lead instruction. Uh, the third one is operational uh, leadership. And then the fourth one is transformational leadership. So we are starting an initial implementation with the strategic leadership. It's the core course. And we have developed, you know, um, all the resources necessary and uh, we've adopted an LMS uh, uh, called SIBMI uh, from US. And so the program will be anchored online. Um, and the facilitators who are going to lead this have been trained about how to navigate the participants mm -hmm. online. Uh, so about 50 of them have been trained from across the country. Um, and we will have one to 10 ratio for this program. So we are starting with 500, you know, uh, school leaders from across the country and 50 have been trained as facilitators to lead uh, one to 10. And then there will be coaches, about 50 coaches that would support the participants in terms of, you know, and these uh, coaches will be experienced practitioners, uh, experienced or retired headmasters or head teachers who will be taking through some protocols in terms of what they should do with these participants and guide them, especially as they reflect and write their portfolios. Um, so that, that they, we have also recruited coaches. And now what we are yet to do is basically to launch the, the, the initial pilot uh, or the initial implementation. We have about 486 people that have applied you know, out of the 500 that we look for. In fact, we should have gotten all of them, but we paused 
for a moment because uh, for some time because the government was still trying to figure out how the initial implementation was going to be funded uh we have been able to work with the ministry to you know uh, help them secure funding uh, for the work that has been done and the work that is yet to happen which is the initial implementation uh we are hoping to take off you know uh third week in april uh with 500 people from six regions across the country uh with 50 facilitators uh and the pilot will be for six months and then after that uh if it goes well then basically the minister of education for education is going to go to cabinet and says this is what you ask me to do and approve for me to pilot i have gone we've seen these results as a result of the leadership development is changing schools now i want the government to come up with a legislation that says from three or five years from now to become a school leader in ghana you must do these courses uh, you must go through National Educational Leadership Institute to be properly trained and certified as a professional school leader with professional qualification accredited by the uh, GTEC uh, in Ghana, you know, for you to be able to lead schools. You know, so that is where this is heading, you know, at. Uh, and uh, I'm quite excited, you know, that, that I've had the privilege uh, to be part of this. And, um, and, and it's not only going to help you know, um, the public schools is going to help private schools, including my own schools. Uh, quite a number of my own school leaders and uh, head of departments actually involved have been trained as facilitators. And we've asked all of them to also go through the portfolio assessment and do it for their own self-reflection as leaders in the program. Um, you know, sometimes it works best when you yourself uh, changing your practice uh, to be able to help others, you know, to also transform their practice. Yeah. We believe that if we're going to see transformation, uh, you have to transform the leader and, and then you transform the schools and then you transform the nation and then, of course, the world, right? So our goal and our hope is that, you know, five years from now that uh, schools have been transformed. Uh, students are thriving with 21st century skills and competences. Uh, and as a result, their livelihoods are improved and they can make meaningful contribution to nation building. That is the goal. Uh, and that is why I'm excited you know, about uh, this project.